1: Hi everybody! Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Great to be back. Who do I thank? Mark Eisler. Thank you, Mark. A rare, rare bout of something. I have no idea. Just know that uh, over the course of 48 hours, I slept for 40. That's that's serious stuff. The body's ability to heal in, in, in a normal person, obviously normally healthy, is really a miracle. And I, I'm very grateful for it, and gr- great to, to be with you. I witnessed the events of Afghanistan with tremendous uh, worry, anger, sadness, every negative emotion actually. Well, not every, not jealousy. <laughs> there are negative emotions that I that I don't have. Lust is not not in the group. I have to say. When you look at at what happened, when I saw the the Afghans falling from the planes, all I all I ask for people to do is think of that person as having every desire, every bit of love of life that every one of us has. I I I told you. I think I've mentioned this that. The, the most searing memory of nine eleven is the is the people f- jumping out of the the trade tower the, the twin towers what, what is it, what is in their mind that, that last moments those last moments do you know what it what it takes for a person to hang on to an airplane? do you realize for the, for a an afghan who is not evil and Taliban and evil are synonymous for an Afghan who is not evil the Taliban are the same as the fire was to the people in the World Trade Center right? Isn't that an interesting analogy? What does it take to jump from an airplane or They didn't know necessarily they would, but what? What did they think? You're going to hang on at twenty thousand feet? There's no, there's no oxygen, and to begin with, and you'll freeze to death. It's a death sentence. Why did people jump from the World Trade Center? Because they would otherwise have been devoured by fire. Why did people go hang on to an airplane? Because they would have been devoured by the Taliban. Are you familiar, I'm looking at my uh, producer, with the CNN reporter who said, well, they chanted death to America, but they seem like nice people, right? Not exactly. What Not exactly? No, no, tell me exactly, because yeah. I, I don't want to in any way yeah. we'll, we'll mis- misquote that's very I don't need the clip I just need the words. Uh it's very it's very important to me because I have a lot to say about the the whole issue of nice people. There there aren't many people who are not nice. Anyway, I do want to get the exact quote because uh, Ted Cruz tweeted that out and Barry Weiss attacked Ted Cruz and that's why I'm looking at you because I didn't understand why she did she's such a sensible person so I'm wondering am I missing something here this notion of nice people niceness is a very good quality There's, there's no question about that but nice people have ruined societies nice people vote democrat I mean really nice people And look at what that party has done wherever it is governed. It has ruined America. It it continues to ruin America. To the consternation of a fair number of you, I have no idea what percentage, I came out against withdrawal from Afghanistan months ago. I wrote a column against it. I knew that uh, many uh, conservatives differed with me, for that matter. Uh, Donald Trump differed. Uh, I did not understand the argument whatsoever. That well, we've been there twenty years, so let's leave. I, I, if we have the clip, is that what you're signaling? Yeah. All right. So let, let's play it then.
0: I Any mean, right, U.S. Right. military involvement in Afghanistan now
1: no, no, was the not right Joe decision. Biden that we're, uh, we're looking for. American troops cannot and should not be fighting
0: in a war and dying it's, it's in a war. A, a that war. Afghan
1: forces are not willing to fight for themselves. Okay, we'll, we'll work this out. The argument that we have been there for 20 years is such an odd argument to me. So, at what point is is, is there a statute of limitations? On preventing evil, on protecting America. Well, tell me, tell me what the statute is. Is it three years? Is it one year? I, I, I don't, I don't quite get the argument. If if you're on dialysis for twenty years, the, uh, the I don't know if people are, but if you are, do, do you say you know twenty years is enough? Or or do you prefer to live and and continue with dialysis? Now, we have the clip. I haven't heard the clip. I only read it. Go ahead.
2: Chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. Uh,
1: Okay, they're friendly. It it seems utterly bizarre that they're friendly. This is the naivete of... the of, Most people are naive about evil. This has been one of the themes of my entire broadcast career. The naivete about evil. That, that is the definition of a liberal. Naivete about evil. These are people who don't like evil. These are people who themselves are not evil. They're friendly. I, I don't know, of a, I don't know of, an, of a group that... Maybe Antifa is not friendly. But of all the evil groups, the the vast majority have members who are friendly. These are people who take a knife and slice off the head of a conscious person because they have different beliefs than they do, or for whatever other reason, or because they sent their daughter to a school, or because the daughter did did go to school and she should be beheaded. But they're friendly, and she thinks it's utterly bizarre. It's only utterly bizarre to the utterly naive. And naivete is a death sentence to a civilization. If you are not aware of evil, then evil will win. And that's that's the story here. Even President Biden oh we we have to uh we need a diplomatic solution a diplomatic solution with the taliban are you kidding me and by the way uh i i was just as opposed to president trump's plan to to leave afghanistan he he tweeted out that or 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 issued his statement that he never would have exited this way that i do believe as it happens that he would have made sure that at the very least we got our vast amount of military hardware out. It is now in the hands of, of the Taliban. But the the, uh, the statement of the day, and it's the theme of my column today, Tuesday is my column day. It's at my website. It's at townhall.com. Is the statement by, was it Anthony Blinken? Is that right? I'm the Secretary of State? Yeah. That that statement, this is not Saigon. If you see the pictures of the helicopter lifting Americans off the top of the American embassy, you would not know if it was Saigon in 1975 or Kabul in 2021. These people lie with such grace... That again, it, I, I I turn to my old old question: Does does the left know? Do leftists know when they're lying? And I think that they have somehow figured out a way to lie without being fully aware of the fact. We live in a society of lies. I looked up CNN's list of the the greatest lies of of Donald Trump because what the left did to deflect from its lying universe was to speak every single day of the lying president but his lies are trivial even even if accurate i'll tell you a few when we get back 800 You know, I am very, very much into nutrition. I've been broadcasting about it since the beginning of my broadcast career. So I choose sponsors very carefully in the food department. Let me tell you a little about Uprising Food. of Americans live in a fiber gap. Over 9 in 10 people are deficient in fiber. Fiber is one of the most well-studied nutrients of all time. It's a bona fide superfood for most people. Until Uprising came along, it was nearly impossible to get enough fiber each day because it's completely impractical to hit 30 grams each day. Two full heads of broccoli, for example, for most people. These people made it simple and enjoyable to hit your fiber numbers. And their stuff is delicious, so it's... A remarkable achievement, that uprising. They've sort of cracked the code on healthy bread. It's hard to find anything this healthy that also tastes good. Only two net carbs per serving, six grams of protein, nine grams of fiber. They cover paleo, to clean keto, to simple low-carb, to high-fiber, to dairy-free, to grain-free, Whatever your lifestyle might be. So, go to UprisingFood.com. Use the code Prager to get $10 off the starter bundle. It's sort of like a mini trip to the grocery store minus all the unhealthy distractions. And they ship directly to your door. That's UprisingFood.com. Use the code Prager to get $10 off your order. Hi everybody! I do want to remind you. Actually, one second. Are we having uh, the lady from? Uh, no, no, I know that. This hour, okay. So I'm going to continue with the show. I, I want you to hear uh, the Secretary of State. Who's he interviewed by? Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. Why? Why isn't this Saigon? So listen to his answer.
0: President Biden is intent on avoiding a Saigon moment. Uh, That's a reference, of course, to the hasty and humiliating U.S. evacuation from Vietnam. But with this troop surge to airlift Americans out of Afghanistan, aren't we already in the midst of a Saigon moment? No, we're not. Remember, uh, this is not Saigon. We went to Afghanistan 20 years ago with one mission, and that mission
1: was to deal with the folks who attacked us on 9-11. Okay, fine. Do, do, Do you understand the answer, ladies and gentlemen? The humiliating removal of Americans from the embassy and the thousands of people who are clamoring for freedom to fill airplanes. It is identical to Saigon. Identical. He's lying. The man is straight-faced lying. His answer is a non sequitur. Why isn't this Saigon? It is Saigon. This is an amazing moment in American history. Your eyes have seen it, and he's telling you, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe your lying left-wing administration because the left doesn't hold truth as a value. I swear to God, I believe that. Truth is not a left-wing value. It is a theme of my life. It's a liberal value. It's a conservative value. It is not a left-wing value. They say anything, and they talk themselves into it. Men give birth. This is not Saigon. Get it? It's all part of a, a pattern. We live in a lying society. It is a society of lies. Anthony Fauci is up there. The man, while first told us masks don't work, then he said masks work, but in a Freedom of Information Act, by the way, revealed by Slate, by Slate, which is on the left, he said masks don't work privately while lying to the country about masks. We live and swim and drown in left-wing lies. And if you don't believe it, you are cancelled by the chief administrators of lying, the social media. No one has ensured lies prevail more than YouTube, Google, Facebook, and Twitter. This is one of the most classic examples of a big lie right before you. You saw Saigon. And he's telling you, "What are you kidding? You think you saw Saigon? Oh no, we went into Afghanistan with a different purpose. What does that have to do with anything?" Actually, the, pur- the, the purpose uh, this is-, is not Saigon. We- yeah, this is not Saigon because I say it's not Saigon, and I'm a leftist, so I believe it. And Joe Biden believes it because he's a leftist, and he lies with the best. That is the problem. The problem in this society is truth. That is the problem. Where there is a pursuit of truth, the left is dead. Where there is truth, there is no left. There's liberals and there's conservatives, but there is no left. Truth is the mortal enemy of the left. (laughs) Yeah, what you saw... You don't even know if you, when you see the photos, the videos, you don't even know if it is Saigon or if Remember, it is Kabul. Uh, this is not Saigon. We—it's uh, not Saigon because I'm lying to you straight to your face and getting away with it. The Jake Tapper uh, it, it, say, "What are you talking about?" I—I don't, I don't know. I'm just asking. Wait, the, I didn't ask you why we went into Afghanistan, Secretary of State. I asked you why it's not Saigon. Of course you go into different countries for different reasons. Aren't we already in the midst of a
0: Saigon moment?
1: No, we're not. Remember, huh. uh, this yeah. is not Saigon. Hey, hey, it's a laughable. <laughs> yes. Lifting Americans off the top of the American embassy. Ah, oh, that's not Saigon. Poor people about to be slaughtered by evil. This is not Saigon because the evil in in Saigon was communism and the evil here is islamic terror there you go <laughs> that alone shows you it's not Saigon how many Sa- how many people in vietnam speak pashto <laughs> it's clearly not saigon there you go there's your big difference any vietnamese speakers in in kabul <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's not saigon they don't even speak the same language. Any, I wonder if there is any push to Vietnamese translator in the world. I wrote for UCLA magazine when they used to publish uh, people who were not on the left. Many, many years ago, and I can't find it for some reason. It is the only piece of uh, writing that of mine I can't find. That lies are the root of evil. Not money, not lust, not uh, not the other things that we attribute evil to. They they or they have uh, their own issues, but the the ultimate issue is is lie, lying, and we're we're drowning in lies. I'll bet you that the vast majority of people who say men menstruate and who don't say women breastfeed but say birthing persons chestfeed, which is now what is said in medical schools to my horror, I'll bet you they they support the... uh, I'll bet you they believe Blinken that it's not Saigon. It's all of a pattern. The battle is over truth. Not just values, it's the, the battle we, is over truth. That's why there's no, it's an unbridgeable gap. If people are not open to truth. They lying organs like the New York Times that just, you know, filled with distortions, filled. A woman writes in the LA Times that Larry Elder is, uh, twists facts on uh, black uh, criminality she lied. He did, he's never twisted a fact about it. She even has a link. All it does is link to Larry Elder's facts. They're facts. She doesn't show why they've been twisted. And she's obviously so uh, valued at the LA Times, they actually uh, zoomed her in on, on Larry Elder's editorial board uh, uh, conference. Did you know that? This woman? 1-8 Prager 776. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So, among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet and so I tried it out and amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the, uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer a two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee. At NerveRenew.com, or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is, NerveRenew.com. Com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Everything the left touches it ruins, as you know. The latest victim is the United States. The education system is the most obvious example. The media is the most obvious example. There's a tie for the most obvious example. Uh, but uh, there is uh, another, another arena... That is frightening, and I don't get easily frightened, as you know. And that is the amount of debt that this country is uh, g- taking on, which it won't be able to pay uh, if if the dollar does not remain the, the currency of choice in the world. Uh, what will happen in the United States with a worthless dollar uh, is a nightmare scene. The idea of spending three and a half trillion dollars. I don't think people have understand the gravity of that. There's a group that does, and that is Job Creators Network, arguably. Well, not arguably. Let's say one of my three favorite groups in America, and I would include PragerU in that three. That's, <laughs> that's how much I admire Job Creators Network. Elaine Parker is the chief communications officer. She's been on with me before, and... I look forward to the day uh, you uh, can retire, but I, I don't see that happening in the very near future, frankly. So,
2: <laughs> hey, hey, Dennis. <laughs> no, I think I have guaranteed employment at least for the next four years, right?
1: <laughs> at least, at least. Well, so what is happening to the dollar?
2: Well, I mean, Dennis, what we're seeing is just unprecedented um, spending. I mean, President Biden and and Democrats, they've enacted a a tax and spend agenda, and and it's it's done a multitude of of damage to our economy and to our country. I mean, it's created the worst labor shortage we've seen in decades. It's increased inflation to the point where earnings are effectively negative. I mean, we saw inflation go up to 5.4%. And earning or wages only increased by 4%. So we're calling that a Biden tax cut because, by my math, the cost of goods are going up faster than the wages are going up. So people are actually losing ground here um, because, you know, gas is up 50%, groceries are up, the cost of energy is up. Um, There's a long list of costs that are up, and small businesses are also taking it on the chin. And one of their biggest concerns is inflation.
1: Well, small business has already taken it on the chin because the lockdowns have disproportionately affected them. Walmart and Amazon are doing just great. So is there – I don't want to lead you on with this question. It sounds like I am, but I really don't intend to. But uh, is there contempt for small business on the left
2: well, I, I think we've had this conversation in the past, Dennis, and, and the reality is what, I, what we believe is that, you know, the left, Democrats, they don't like small businesses. And the reason why is because they can't control them. It's very easy to control a Walmart that's employing hundreds of thousands of people across the country, across the world. But you can't control, um, you know, independent small businesses and dry cleaners and pizza parlors and hairdressers. I mean, they're independent entrepreneurs um, who are coming up with new ideas all the time on how to improve their business, hire more people, and and give back to their communities. And Democrats can't control that, and they don't like that.
1: What would you like people to do? Because I want them to, to be involved with you.
2: So we've launched a campaign called Bring Small Businesses Back, and that is to counter this war on small business um, that the Biden administration has launched. And we are actually um, going on a national bus tour uh, starting right after Labor Day. Uh, We'll be in. Um, about 20 different cities across the country, just to start with, we'll do more later, but we're starting out now, September and October, we'll be on the road. We'll be in different districts meeting with congressional representatives and small business owners in rally-type um, style stops and, and meeting with small business owners and talking about the issues that are facing them. And, and educating them on how they can fight back and how they can speak out by joining the Job Creators Network and by fighting back and letting us amplify their voice.
1: So, I'm going to ask my producer: Is there a link to join JCN at, at Prager, Dennis dot com? Uh, so, go to joinjcn dot com. Is that correct?
2: That is correct.
1: Joinjcn dot com. You, you, you folks are magnificent, and the battle is uh, is overwhelming. Thank you, Elaine Parker and, and JC and Job Creators Network. I will mention them frequently. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager. There we go. Let's see here. I promised you that I would read to you a bit from CNN's list of the most notable lies of Donald Trump. Since I have spoken to you about the, the society of lies in which we live because of the left, the reason for charging Trump as a liar for four years is the same as being preoccupied with the quote-unquote insurrection. It deflects from what the left does. That's, what, that's the whole point. If we can get you to concentrate on the right, you will ignore the left. That is the oldest tactic of the left, and it always works. That's why Stalin called Trotsky a fascist. So here we go. CNN lists. The most notable lies. The most telling lie. This is the first one. It didn't rain on his inauguration. You hear that? I you, you you looked at me as if I'm I'm making it up. Now that let let's say I don't even know what it refers to. I I don't I don't remember it, but it doesn't matter. So that was the most telling lie. That it didn't rain uh at the inauguration and apparently it did. I don't know what he said. I'm just I'm giving you all of the lies are of that significance. Then, of course, the most dangerous lie, the coronavirus was under control. Everybody, quote-unquote, lied in the beginning about the coronavirus, not to panic people. uh, Nancy Pelosi said, hey, everybody come to Chinatown to celebrate the Chinese New Year. There's nothing to worry about. People didn't know in the beginning about the, the virus. Okay, Wanting people not to panic is actually a wonderful thing. The panic has caused far more danger than all the calls of not to panic. Let's see, what else here? The most ridiculous subject of a lie, the Boy Scouts. The ugliest smear, Representative Ilan Omar supports Al Qaeda. Okay, anyway, it just I just want you to understand. That's the, that is the that is CNN's list of the of the great lies of the great liar. Does anything compare to America, systemically racist? Anything compare to Blinken's? This is not Saigon as you watch it being Saigon, or to men give birth, or to renaming women birthing persons so as to include men, biological men. That's, that's the, uh, that is the issue here. Jacob, Minneapolis, Dennis Prager in, in Los Angeles. Hello.
3: Hey, Dennis. Thanks for having me on. It's great to talk with you. Thank you. Um, yeah. A lot of what you just said sort of <laughs> wraps nicely into things that I've been experiencing. First, my, my family's we own a small business, so it kind of gets to your last segment. But, um, my brother was a, um, is a veteran um, who served overseas in several Middle East countries a few years ago, and um, uh, you know he he uh, gave a lot for the country. Um, you know, still struggles with some things today, and uh, so it's, it's a sad day for that. I, I wanted to ask you a question. You know, <laughs> it's it's a confusing time. You know, I, I'm a practicing Christian. Um, you know, I always you know, growing up, we were patriotic. We we knew that. You know, America had some. We were founded on on you know good and decent values, um principles Judeo Christian values that, um, if if enacted properly, could be a, a source of of uh, consolation and help to people across the world. It just so happens that the same people who call you know people birthing persons and who you know they trust the science when it comes to you know COVID but who are totally willing to disregard the science about the unborn person or, or who are unwilling to, um, you know, who, who look so blatantly and, and falsely at biology and tell us why that way. Um, you know, they call us, they keep calling us a democracy. So then the most vile of things pops up and, you know, we just embrace it and we don't have any sort of standard against it. So it's so sad to see like what could be so good. We could be passing along so many good values across the world, but instead uh, we, we, you know, we share our filth and our, our, our smut with the rest of the world, and then they look, obviously, badly at us. Um, and, you know, and, and then, okay, so then to, to kind of go from there, I was wondering, the question is, do you see, in this very kind of bitter time, I voted for Donald Trump twice. I thought I thought he was
1: the best. Wait, 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 wait ask the question. Do you see in these yes. times? Yes, what? Sorry, sorry, The
3: the question is, do you see somebody can combat
1: this nonsense? Yes, yes. Uh, The answer is there are millions who can. It is all all any non-leftist can combat all of this. That's why uh, this notion of oh, it's only Trump or it's only DeSantis or it's only Nikki Haley or any of these other terrific people is, is ridiculous. Any Non leftist can crush the left. The left needs supporters. You don't support the left, you clean the society. That's why it is so important for Republicans to win. There are a handful of Republicans who have no idea what they stand for. Mitt Romney is an example, but, but, uh, or, or Lynn Cheney. But, but they're a tiny minority. That's why I never get fixated on one individual. There is no savior. The savior is non-leftist, ideally anti-leftist. I would take an anti-leftist liberal. That's the answer. We don't need one spectacular human being. We need anyone who understands the existential threat to everything that you treasure, that the left constitutes. That's all it takes. We'll be back.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: Yes, indeed, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. That last point was a very important one worthy of reinforcing... That's right. A W O R worthy of reinforcing. Isn't that a radio station in New York? W O R. I think that was what it originally meant. Worthy of reinforcing. I am asked all the time, so so who who do you who do you want, Dennis? a totally legitimate question, by the way. I'm not not in any way belittling it. You need to understand the battle is not personalities. Americans are fixated on personalities. Like, like the American statement, I vote for the person, not the party. you got to be kidding. I would vote for Romney over a Democrat. That's saying something, folks. Right. The, the the first thing is, as the Hippocratic oath, first do no harm. Voting for a Democrat does harm. I don't vote for personalities. That's why I, I, I supported not originally, but once nominated, I supported Donald Trump. Turned out to be a great president, as it happens. G R E A T T. G R E A T. Grette, a great president. A lot of personality uh, deficiencies. Uh, they didn't particularly uh, interest me since the country was the issue, not the personality. So when I'm asked, who do I prefer? I prefer any Republican who will win. That is whom I prefer. This, the battle, there's a civil war in this country, there's an actual civil war. I've said this for decades. We have nothing in common left and right. Nothing. It's an amazing division. In the Civil War, they had one thing not in common. It's a big thing slavery. It's big, big enough to have had a horrible war. But beyond that, they agreed on most things. They didn't agree on race, The, the South remained racist. Very, very tragic and very bad. But otherwise, but not now, you can't say there's one thing and otherwise. We differ on everything important. Back in a moment.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.